everyone. Welcome to our midweek podcast, formerly known as the It's Personal Podcast uh-huh. for that series, but now we have decided to change the name to Double Click. All get right. It? You yeah. get that? Double Click. It was a phrase we used often, Justin used often, to talk about when we want to take a bigger look, uh, a more microscopic approach on the master's level, maybe, of looking into different topics. And really what we're trying to do with this uh, over the next few months is dive in deeply with discipleship. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that at the end of our It's Personal series. We want to engage with discipleship. And so this week, we're going to look at what we're going to call the big four. So let's just say you have decided, you've realized, you've met with one other person, a group of people, and you go, you know what? We need to make sure we're making time each week to dive in together with other believers, to walk beside other believers as we follow Christ. And once you've decided to do that, now you get to the question, Well, now what do we do when we meet together? What do you do for that hour, hour and a half that we've dedicated to growing closer to God? And so we've come up with these. Well, we haven't come up with these. We've stolen these from various resources and people way smarter than ourselves, in all honesty. Mm -hmm. So we've, we've been studying, we've been looking, and just through years of experience that we gleaned from other people's years of experience, we found four basic things that have to happen in order for your discipleship time with other believers to be successful. That's right. Yes. So as we get through these, I'm going to mention them. And here's the big four. We're going to word them like this. They are connect, prayer, scripture, and action. Mm -hmm. Those are our hot words. You're going to hear them beyond this week. We're going to dive in deeper. We're going to double click on some double clicks in here (laughs) to really get close into understanding these, to apply these, to get practical. But these big four, the things that have to happen during your discipleship time is you have to connect with each other. You have to pray. You have to dive in. It has to be centered on God's Word and Scripture. Mm-hmm. And then there has to be action that comes right. out of that. And another way we can look at that, if you want to summarize that, and I heard a good friend of mine named Mike Sparks say, say it like this, is if you want to connect, that's man-to-man. That's y'all mm-hmm. personally getting ready, getting to know each other. Prayer is man coming before God together and seeking Him. Scripture is God speaking into the life of man and guiding us. And then that action is God working through man to reach other people, to mm-hmm. reach other men. And when we say the word man, we don't just need man. Exactly. It's, a, it's a generic term. Um, so Mankind, please, yes. humankind. And I would, I would actually say, this This might sound good. In my experience, uh, women are better at this than men. Yeah, w- Women have a jump start because they naturally, just, just a general observation, because in my experience at church, there's always ladies groups that are forming all over the place. And I think it's because ladies naturally know how to sit down and connect over real life things. Mm -hmm. Whereas guys, maybe it's a pride issue. We we lean towards the solitary. We're wall builders. Wall builders. There we go. Yes. We would rather get our hands dirty in the field than get our hearts dirty with each other. Is that right? No, Uh, I don't. That sounded weird. Let's uh, let's keep going. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Covering up Matt's misspeaks. But we want to look at these big four and we're going to start with connect. And this is what we talk about when you sit down with your group time. What's the first thing you're going to do when you walk into the door is you've got to connect with each other. Mm-hmm. You've got to connect with each other. There, in, in the 90s and early O's, this would be known as an icebreaker a lot of times. You remember <laughs> nice. those? Yeah. Back in student ministry? Yeah, those always made me nervous. Yes, they did. And I, I actually walked into, this is a side story, I walked into a student ministry when I was in high school. My first time there, walked in alone. I was two minutes late and they were in the middle of their icebreaker game. And their icebreaker game was, is they had a bucket up on a <laughs> up on a shelf uh-huh. that had random food in it. 
And it was a relay where you ran, you grabbed what was in the bucket, and if it was a bag of chips, if it was a piece of candy, whatever it was, you ate it. So I'm the new kid. I walk into the room. I run to the bucket, jump in line. So I'm in the room for two minutes. Everybody's like, get in line, get in line, let's go. And you know what I grab? Asparagus-flavored baby food. Nice. (laughs) So I'm sitting there. It's like peer pressure. I, I choke it down, almost throw up. And I never went back to that youth group. I didn't. So, but um, well, question: Is it harder to do an icebreaker when you're a student, like age of a student, or like if you do something now as an adult, which is which is more, like nails on the chalkboard, cringy to to do an icebreaker as an adult or as a kid? Oh man, for me, it was way harder as a as a kid or a student to personally do it. Like oh. now that I'm an adult, and maybe it's just because I spent 11 years in student ministry. Now that I'm an adult and uh, been there, done that. Other than it physically being painful, like me running just makes me exhausted thinking about it. Yeah. But anyway, no. But we're not talking about that particular okay. kind okay. of icebreaker. Just clarify. When we say icebreaker, when we say connect, what we're talking about is you and your group members personally engaging with each other. Yeah. Finding a connection point to start a conversation. Absolutely. And so let's say it's the first time your group's getting together. And sometimes here's how groups form is you and one or two other friends agree you're going to meet. And then each of you has another friend that the other people don't know. Mm. And so a lot of times that first connection, that first time you get together is like, hey, tell me your name. Tell me what's going on. And then there's times, and this is where it kind of is, is interesting. When you get to that connect point, for some groups, that is a struggle that the group leader or the person that's going to kind of be responsible for the group time has to give a push for. Like, you need to come in with questions, and your goal is right. just to get conversation going. For other groups, you've got to rein it in. Yeah. And I've definitely been in groups where literally you're sitting there, it's the first 15 minutes, and you're sitting there looking at your watch going, oh, okay, we got 45 minutes left. we got to get this together. Right. I know I see that with Sunday school classes all the time. There's mm-hmm. a lot of time Sunday school classes, once they get a good connection with each other, it'll be difficult to rein in and start on the topic because you're connecting with life. Right, right. And I think, you know, in each of these big four elements, connecting, prayer, scripture, action, uh, you hit a good point. You have to be, we talked about this in the It's Personal podcast, discipleship is intentional. You have to be intentional every step of the way. So like you were saying, maybe you have to have pointed questions and icebreakers that are prepared that's intentional. Or maybe you have to know, man, I've got a group of chatty Cathy's that are going to come in and they're going to take over in 45 minutes to an hour catching up and talking because they love to be around each other. I have to be intentional about giving them time to chat and also going, okay, how do I segue from just conversation into more focused time? So we, So again, as we cover... Each of these areas of the big four, just remember intentionality is at the top and is paramount for each of these topics. Yes, and I'll also say that connection, one thing that's really key is that connection also has to happen outside of group time. Yes, absolutely. Like I used to I used to always say to, um, or I, I still say to my discipleship leaders, um, if you're not connecting with your group outside of group time, it makes group time that much harder. Mm-hmm. Now, the result of that also is you got to rein it in. And we'll get to that in just a moment because when we move to the second thing that's very important, which is prayer, you actually have a natural transition, and we'll talk about that. But the one thing I want you to understand is if your group is not personally connecting, like if you aren't diving in, what that's going to create with you is a with your group dynamic is a shallow group dynamic. Mm-hmm. Essentially, what's going to happen is you're going to have a group of people who – are together and they're polite and they're nice at group time and they study scripture and they talk about topics, but it's going to limit the depth you can have if your group is not personally connecting. And quite honestly, it's terrible. Yes, it is. Um, if if I you know use your word abrasive, if I can just say that I've I've been involved in those groups where for weeks, months we go in and we talk about the same thing. It's 
man, it's going to rain today. You know, you just chit-chat about the weather or you talk about struggles that, oh, I'm in school and this is this is difficult or I've got work and it's and it's the same thing over and over. And honestly, it's no different than seeing a stranger at the supermarket and going, hey, how are you doing? And they're going, I'm pretty good. How about you? And like that's that's discipleship, but it's not, right? Like it's not, you're not having those deep intentional conversations where your small group is a place for you to go deeper in these relationships. And so just be, you know, I think it's good for us to have some kind of, you know, break the ice conversations, just chit chat, shoot the breeze. But we also need to be able to dive deep because if not, I think we're not going to be invested. And like you mentioned in the last discipleship podcast, a couple weeks into that, you're burnt out, you're done, you're, you're ready to move on. Yeah. And that's where your group, no matter what, there's going to be one of these four. That's a struggle point that especially during that third to sixth week Mm -hmm. has to be a push past. Mm -hmm. It absolutely does because you're going to hit something in there. That's like where your mind's working against you. And so I'm going to give you a really simple exercise. If you're meeting for the first time this week with your group, do some basics, and those basics are fine. What's your name? How many kids? Where do you work? Give me, tell me a little bit about your life. But the second time you meet, this is normally a really easy, deep dive. It's going to take a little bit more time. But normally the second time we meet, one of the things I love to do to get that connection going and also get our focus moving towards God and prayer and Scripture is I say, okay, next week when we come in, I want everybody to write up a one-page-only testimony, mm. and we're just going to read them to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is like an adrenaline rush of connection yeah. because it all of a sudden just dives in. And and also this is going to, and I think that kind of gets us the last, the action step too. And so this is kind of a, a little bit of a preview, but to go off of that, one of the things that I've done in small groups and that I like to do is kind of jump in right away with, with the accountability or kind of going deep. So allow conversation. But what I like to do is I'll get a, a sheet of paper and um, I'll, I'll make, maybe it'll say work. And then the next line will say marriage and family. The next line will say health and nutrition. And what I do, and you can, do, you can do as many of those as you want. I would recommend probably three to five. And then you draw a line out beside it from left to right. And on the left, it's one. And on the right, it's 10. Mm. And one is, it's not intentional. Um, you know, you're failing at it. And, and 10 is, man, I'm being intentional. It's fruitful. I'm thriving in this area. And then you have people come up, and on that line, they initial. They put they put their initials on where they're at, if it's close to 1, if it's close to 10, if it's somewhere in the middle. And then what you can do as a group leader is step back and see where your people are at. Yeah. And you can say, hey, Matt, your your rest and relaxation is at an all-time low. It's, it's around like a 2. What's going on, man? Like, why are you not getting the rest that you need? And it brings out this natural conversation that you yeah. can have with one another. So just as a great practical exercise along with – writing your story. Um, now, again, people are going to be hesitant to to be fully honest sometimes. Absolutely. But, and that's another thing. Hey, man, you've for the last seven weeks, you've been a 10 on everything. That that can't be. You know, that's right. a, another way for you as a leader to call out and be accountable. But it, I think people enjoy, once you've built that relationship, people enjoy being honest with one another to give themselves permission to go, man, I'm putting my marriage at three. And I just need somebody to ask me about it because we need to talk about it. And so yeah. it's a good way to, like you said, to break the ice and get uh, connection going. Absolutely. And I'm going to call the ball here because I'm looking at our recording right now. And our plan was to do 
the big four as an overview and then come back around and hit them. But we're 12 minutes in right now. Oh, whoops. We're 12 <laughs> minutes in on Connect, which I think is fine because we're rolling with this. So we're going to roll with it. We're going to hit prayer next week and then scripture the next week. So just stay with us. But one of the things Justin mentioned there is like when you have group members that acknowledge, I need somebody to ask me about this. Um, there's there's an understanding that when you have this group time, and this is kind of one of those permissions that we mentioned. I think we mentioned this in the It's Personal podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to understand not all conversations are for all situations. And so if you have five or six people meeting and somebody just says, hey, I just really need y'all to like pray about my family and what's going on, yeah. that's a cue for you as a group member or group leader to connect with that person outside of group time yep. and dive in. Absolutely. And that's one of those big things that start to develop that deeper level. And those are great things. Those are great marks on the board or, or just, just mentally to have to see that if you're the group leader or you're the group that, hey, that person's ready to dive in. Yep. That person is absolutely ready to dive in. Now, inevitably, what's going to happen with you as a group leader is we're talking about this connect time. As your group begins to form and begins to get there, you're going to find out who the talkers are <laughs> yeah. and you're going to find out who the tar- talkers aren't. Yep. And one of the goals during that connect time as a group leader is you want everybody involved, mm-hmm. everybody involved. And so a lot of times what I've done, and this is just another another idea out there for you to help get that connect point going. One of the things I've done is I've said, hey, I've got three questions. And if you're asking where you find questions, you can Google questions for getting to know people. Back in the day, I would say go to a bookstore and get a book about questions to know people they have them. They're like thousands of questions. And you go through there and you just grab them because your goal is to get everyone engaged with everyone else to get them talking. And so one of the things I always said was, here's the deal. I'm going to ask a question. We're all going to take a turn answering it. Mm. Yeah. And so that way it was a non-option. Now, normally what I would do is I'd lean on my talkers. And if I didn't have a talker, it was me. Mm. I'd lean on my talker and be like, Hey, Justin, why don't you tell us about this? But then I would also be like, learn to give those visual cues. Cause let's say Justin talks a lot. I do. I'm, I'm not saying you do. It's okay. It's okay. That's true. That's That's why we put you on a podcast. So you don't drown. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But I think you can easily sit there and have those questions that get going. And then as we finally kind of close in on this, because once again, we're not wanting to like make this too long of a podcast. And when we get to the next one, uh, we probably have a whole metric we can do there. Because remember, our big four is connect, prayer, scripture, and action. Mm. And there's going to be a lot of time on the connect in those first couple meetings. Yeah. Um, but also with that, as we talk about, well, how do you transition when your group is rolling in a life conversation to the spiritual And really, the next way that that flows is after you're connecting and you're talking, it is very easy and it is not abrasive to say, okay, guys, let's pray. Right, right. And that transition in itself, as we'll talk about a little bit next week, is a great way to take your group who has come together and connected man to man Mm -hmm. to focus on what you want to spend that time doing, which is focusing around God. Yep. And so that's always as you sit there and you think through your group time and you're talking and you've got to figure out, do I have a group of talkers that I have to rein in or do I have a group of quiet people who aren't there yet, who Mm -hmm. who aren't connected yet? That helps you as a group leader or as a group member understand what your responsibility is. And just to clarify, there's a lot of times you're going to hear say the word group leader. Mm. That doesn't always apply to the person who is responsible for the logistics of the group. Right. That could be the host. Yeah. and And that can be a person within the group who realizes, oh, we need to make some more connection effort. And I think, too, Matt, we do talk a lot about the group leader, but you've mentioned this. We all have responsibility to participate and to be a part of that group. It's not just on a quote-unquote group leader. Um, That's really the group leader. 
and correct me if I'm wrong, is more of a facilitator in this Absolutely. sense. It's someone who's looking, engaging, well, this person's talking, this person's not, we're kind of veering off course, let's bring it back. But we're all a part of this. But just know that whether you're deemed the group leader or you're a group member, we've talked about this, it is all of our responsibilities to connect in the group, but also outside of that group. So just Absolutely. because if if there's someone that I see in our group that I feel pressed to connect with, I shouldn't go, I'm not the group leader, that's their job to do it. No, it's your job to stay connected to the people that you are, the other members in that group that you're that you're in. Yeah, and there are seasons. There are seasons within the group dynamic where the group leader, quote-unquote, carries a little bit more of the load. Sure. But when the group really starts to get traction, when mm-hmm. it's something that you don't have to push yourself to do, it's the thing that you look forward to each week because yeah. it's amazing yeah. and you're willing. Like the times in my life I've been willing to get up at 5 a.m. because yeah. I'm not going to miss my group time right. is when everybody's carrying their yeah. weight. And I feel like a lot of this conversation is around people that are either new to a group or kind of launching and yeah. starting a group. Yeah. And so I think that's a season that you're talking about where you're going to need to carry more of that load and that yeah. weight of of – talking and being intentional because you're building something from the ground up. Absolutely. And I'm already sitting here making notes because I feel like we needed to do the group leader dynamic (laughs) on this as well, as well as the practical time. But we are about out of time. We've just talked a little bit through Connect. We might circle around and hit this again, but we are for sure next week going to talk about praying together because that's Mm -hmm. a great transition out of that time where you connect, where man is addressing God. And also talk to some practical on how do you not let that time be, uh, and how do I say this nicely, filled with whoever can think of a random prayer request for 30 minutes. Mm. Um, And it blends that line between a talker maybe going into a total amount of time of detail where you got them spending five minutes on a a single prayer request that dominates the conversation. We'll talk through some of that next week. But we just want to encourage you as you continue in your journey of discipleship to continue to make the effort, reminding you that the big four we're talking about these next few weeks are connect, prayer, scripture, and action. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.